This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Hello. Well, well. He's This is pretty awesome. Uh, all right. You know the shop with the cop events? Have you seen those? Mm-mm. So, like, police officers go shopping with people. I must, I think it's, like, kids mostly. I don't know. Um, are the kids given a choice, or are they just thrown in the back of the police cruiser? Right. Uh, it's an attempt to make the community connect with police officers. Ah. On a level that doesn't involve something bad happening. My favorite Halloween costume is the hot female cop costume. So that so you look good in just it, t- you know, just tying it all together. Yeah. So these shop with the cop events go to different places. Sometimes they're at a Walmart. So if there's a shop with a cop event happening at a Walmart, I would assume that would be probably the worst time to steal something. Oh, yeah. A man in Florida named Brad, hey, Brad was arrested for trying to steal from a Walmart while the store was hosting a <laughs> shop with a cop event. He didn't get the email. Or the, <laughs> he did not get the memo. On he it. doesn't read the community newsletter no, no, clearly. No, or the or the four police cruisers out front and the guys, are, hey, help us out, everybody. Oh. There are about forty cops shopping with kids in the Walmart at the time. <laughs> That's amazing. Including the county sheriff. Timing is everything, bro. That's like a... Ha! What a dumbass. Wow. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Now, not surprisingly, he had drug paraphernalia on him, mm-hmm. including a meth pipe. Uh, unclear what he was trying to steal, but in addition to drugs, he had some Versace cologne on him. Ah. Which I do not believe they sell at Walmart. I don't think so. Uh, they haven't said what charges he's facing, but uh, man, you can't be charged with being stupid, I guess. Jesus. What a dumbass. You incredible. stupid. What, and what was he? I'm sorry. Did I miss it? What was he? It doesn't say it what he was stealing. didn't say what he had. Goodness gracious. Yeah. He was, uh, well, when you got a shop, you got a shop. It's, a, it's, a, it's an impulse Oh, uh, robbery. <laughs> yeah, who, I mean. Or he's doubling down. He's thinking, this would be the perfect time to rob. Because they're distracted with the kids. At least, well, at least you knew where half the town's cops were. You should go to a, probably the other side of the town's Walmart. If they, got, they got one. Yeah, well, planning not his strong suit, you know. Execution not either, so. It's like the that was the plot to Die Hard uh, part uh Two, no, part three. That was after Dulles, where he goes, "Hey, that kid on the bicycle goes, hey, you could rob, uh, you could rob everything down here. Ain't a cop within uh, ten blocks." I don't remember. You don't remember. I'm gonna that? have to trust that you got that line right. Oof. <laughs> uh, I'm not even sure. I, I'm not even sure I'm at the right radio station. <laughs> right. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. I don't know if uh, just got very somber. Not sober. Somber. Things do not get sober around here. Barely. 
I caught the guy over the weekend that fell off the cruise ship. I saw him in on a television yeah. show. Did you see the dude? Yeah. Uh, pretty harrowing story, I have to admit. Uh, but uh, I think if, if you could see yourself in his shoes. And his flip-flops. And his flip-flops, which is probably what caused him to... Dude, the trip. flip-flop is a menace, man. <laughs> it's a menace. Pit bulls and flip-flops. I've said it forever. Oh, jeez. Don't get them pit bull people on me. Cruise ship passenger, 28, claims he has no idea how he fell overboard. I do. It's called the drink package on any cruise ship. It's 18 to... Dude. You get 18 drinks a day. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Mm-mm. He insists he was not drunk, even though he cannot say how many drinks he had to celebrate winning the cruise ship air guitar competition. Yes! He's our people. He is our people. Made me laugh. Even the falling over drunk part made me laugh. He well, just picked a bad spot to fall over drunk. The only it? difference is our people would be like, I was drunk. That's why I fell. As, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You own it. Um, he survived 20 hours floating in the drink. <laughs> Right. The drink being pretty much the Gulf of Mexico. Has no idea I went overboard. Denies being drunk. Uh, James Michael Grimes, 28, says he survived. I'm sure his age had something to do with it. Probably. He uh, survived by treading water and eating bamboo after plunging into the sea during a Thanksgiving cruise with 18 family members, November 23rd. So while we were uh, at Cousin Eddie's. He's or, uh, treading Kate, water. Katie's bar. This, this dude's. Uh, in the drink, waterlogged. Yep. And I'm eating uh, uh, peanut butter whiskey cupcakes. <laughs> I win! Uh, Grimes, who had only been on board for a day before the incident, had been in a bar on the ship with his sister celebrating his air guitar contest win. When he excused himself to use the bathroom, didn't return. His sister reported him missing 12 hours later. Interview with Good Morning America, he said he didn't have tons of drinks, but he couldn't really say how many he consumed. That's what I always say when somebody says, you know, I'm, I'm like hour nine into the day with cocktails. Mm-hmm. Skeptics not question his version of events, particularly how he could not know how he went overboard. Uh, oh, do I have do I have the audio? Thanksgiving to remember. James Michael Grimes knows he's lucky to be alive. My worst fear is drowning, and that was something I did not want to have to face. <laughs> the 28-year-old going overboard a cruise ship in the middle of the night, saying he spent about 20 hours treading water alone in the Gulf of Mexico. I wanted to see my family, and I was dead set on making it out of there. You know, I was never accepting that this is it. This is going to be the end. Of my life. It was supposed to be a Thanksgiving celebration. James Michael and 18 of his family members boarding the Carnival Valor last Wednesday in New Orleans. We were just hanging out, having a good time, watching some live music. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Did you have a few drinks? Uh, I had during the day, and I'd actually did like an air guitar solo. Yes. And there was a competition they were doing, and I'd won it, so I'd won a free drink. So I had that, but... Oh, nice. But you hadn't had, like, you weren't, like, inebriated and had, like, a ton of drinks. No, ma'am. You know, I got to say, if he was as drunk as we get, he pro- I don't think he would have made it. So I tend to believe he wasn't black, stupid drunk, blackout, stupid drunk. 
Well, yeah, unless he was just on autopilot, but I feel like he just would have melted into the ocean if he was hammered. I I was thinking about if you're drunk, uh, leg cramps, barracudas, sharks, killer whales. What if that his drunkness saved him? The the animals could smell the booze on him, and they're like, Ugh. I just think about all the critters taking a nibble at you. Yeah, right. He said he was fighting jellyfish off. Oh yeah, dude. I'm still shocked. Cruise ships don't have a uh, camera everywhere, every single deck, every single around the boat. I'm shocked. Me too. But to save themselves from getting sued, right? He's really not blaming anybody, but it's weird. I think he uh to say how 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 do you think he went in? Tripped, pushed? Well, I've never been on a cruise ship, so I can't say, but I thought those railings They're pretty high. Right. They're pretty high. Because they're accounting for drunk people. Yeah, you kinda gotta want it if you're going to go over the drink and just to uh, survive the fall well being drunk probably helped him survive the fall don't you think probably right well he sobered up pretty quick well yeah because he stayed with it (laughs) he rode it out and the boat uh they're pretty good at finding people they can pinpoint their exact route and you think uh you have to make up for a little that's like one uh, wilson took on you know the, the the tide the undertow took him out. Mm-hmm. So you think he would have moved a little bit by the time the boat would have got back. Uh, but 20 hours is I, a long time. I, I would like, and the reason I like, I wish there was a camera is I'd really like to see how these people do go over. I mean, whether it's criminal or you're a drunk dumbass. So then the cruise ship has to turn around and go get him? Yeah. So then do the other people miss out on what... On like a stop somewhere? No, I think or... drinks are on him. I think he's got to buy the cruise ship a <laughs> round of drinks, like a hole-in-one. <laughs> I'd be pretty grateful. I'd be buying everybody a cocktail. He describes himself as an outdoorsman. Thinks he fell overboard, knocked himself out. Came to his senses in the water with no sign of the ship nearby. Rescued by the Coast Guard a day later. That's amazing. That's so crazy. He uh, claims he was forced to fend off a critter with a fin, which he initially thought was a shark while floating. He had been spending Thanksgiving on a five-day cruise, 18 members. All right. So, so yeah, I mean, there were definitely things. This was heading uh, back to uh, where? Uh, Cozumel? Yeah, because they were just on the board, uh, just on board the ship. So, uh, I mean, the first thing you do when you get on the boat is you just start pounding beer, especially if you've got that drink package. I mean, I don't take a cruise to stay sober. I don't know about, I don't know about anybody else. So, there it is. Fifth. Yeah, I read that. I I saw a little blurb of an interview with him, and I was like, "Man, you lucky as hell." But I don't know. I, Twenty hours. Why? I don't understand why it took that long. Most people I see in an air guitar competition are usually hammered. How about you? Oh yeah, a little liquid courage there. And he ate bamboo. I mean, not that I've been to a bunch of air guitar competitions. Right, right. Where did the bamboo come from? I, I don't know. Floating by. Okay. I mean, I, I didn't know you could eat bamboo. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. Interesting. He said he was just about to go under when they got him. They said it would, it would not have lasted uh, another hour once they grabbed him. 
Uh, but I guess, yeah, I guess when you're hungry and about to die, uh, any piece of bamboo looks like a brat. I get you're just just gnaw away at it, dude. <laughs> Channel your inner panda. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments of cyberspace? <laughs> Smoke that skin wagon says you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Hi. Yeah. What up? Uh, I'm sure most y'all saw the video over the weekend. If not, I'm sure you saw it this morning on the news or in your news feed or wherever. Um, if not, please tell me what rock you were under so I can join you. Uh, raccoon attacked a five-year-old girl on her front porch, but I thought she was. Uh, one article said she was seven. That bitch be tall. She's only five years old. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, the damn raccoon latched right onto her leg. And then Ma came out of the front door. <laughs> and this proves, if you follow that TikTok of that brother that says that white women ain't scared of snit, this lines up with his whole TikTok feed. Yeah. Because white women ain't scared of much. That's for sure. Mama Mom Bear. Mom came out. Yeah, Mama Bear came out looking for revenge. She grabbed the mofo by its neck. Yeah. And then they have the kid by the waist, tossing the kid into the house Mm -hmm. and the raccoon into the driveway. Save yourself! Um, It was crazy. So uh, as soon as the kid, like, walked out the door to wait for the bus, that raccoon was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It was crazy fast. Anyway, let's go to the tape, Jad. Let's go to the tape. All right. Okay. Dude, we gotta put, we gotta hire that girl for the Tyrell Basin haunted house uh, duties. I know. She teach everybody how to scream. Jeez. Burst That's my a, eardrum there. There's something about those girls that are like, it's like age like seven yeah. through like right eleven. You can hit that hot and crack glass, can't you? Yeah, right. And like, remember Bieber Fever? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. I hey, I was there at the beginning of New Kids on the Block. It's why I lost hearing in my right ear. Right. Exactly. Because of that. Whatever that pitch is there. It's... <laughs> <laughs> nope. There's a finite amount of time and, you can hit that note. And that raccoon, uh, weirdly, is kind of lucky because I think mom was about to kick it right into the next county on a, <laughs> on a, on a punt. Just drop kick. Yeah, just going to oh. drop kick it. And, and then the raccoon, it looks like he waddled off. Uh, yeah, they're still looking for the raccoon. Obviously, they went in to look oh, sure. to get tested for rabies. Probably got rabies. Uh, her genes protected her. Yeah. So she only had like real like scratches. There were no that she was not bleeding underneath them jeans, which is incredible when you see the video. Mom jeans or tough jeans? No, well, the kid. Oh, and the then kid. the mom, the mom had on a flannel. Oh, it must have been a Dixon flannel, the only kind you want to buy. And uh. And she was holding the raccoon by the scruff, and then it looks like the raccoon's paws kind of got caught up in her flannel. Right. And But she managed to toss the son bitch. <laughs> Rabies shots for everybody. Dude. We're on the family plan. We'd all like one just in case. I cannot believe they didn't end up with bites. Yeah. I, I, that's incredible. I, I, I think the assumption is with raccoon attacks is they're rabid. 
if they're attacking you. Right. If they're out during the day, yeah. it's a problem. Yeah, they, they're they're sick. You know, they, they're wobbly. Yeah. And they got the hind legs, kind of like when we walked out of Katie's bar in Lodi. You got the the one leg isn't working. You're, I you're, know what you're talking it's about. It's like you're tilted. You got like that lean going yeah, on. Yeah, the gangster lean. Gangster lean going uh, on. Yeah, sometimes it's worms, too. Sometimes they just be laden with worms. Rabies, or what we call the zombie virus. Ooh. So, um, yeah. Yeah, mom's a badass. I'd say. It reminds me of that story, remember? She, I got to tell you, she defended that kid better than the Bears defended their quarterback yesterday. Sports ball. Sports ball. Um, it reminded me of that video where the lady ran out of the house with a baby latched onto her titty. <laughs> Because some like an eagle was coming for a goose. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I kind of do. Yeah, yeah. White mom, women ain't scared of anything. I mean, mom is she? She's getting her daughter in the house. The the raccoon. She's got her arm out. Yeah. And the raccoon is latched onto her arm. Just like ah. <laughs> mom's just she's a badass, right? Yeah. I mean, that probably was a. Those raccoons are pretty big, 15 pounds. It don't matter the size when it's rabbit on right, you, I right. suppose. But, yeah, right, right, I hear what you're saying. It's either trying to get away from you or, and I think she was holding on to it. I assume she was holding on to it. Yeah, she had it, it by right. the scruff of its neck. Right. In the video, you can see the thing's face. God <laughs> dang, like, man. Ah! Last time that raccoon got an <laughs> asshole around this neighborhood. You think they know? You think they know? No. You think they remember? No, no he too sick. They don't remember. I've been out there. Well, I suppose she didn't know what was going on. She just heard her daughter screaming, and that's why she ran outside. I'm shocked she like didn't do a body slam into the, with it latched onto her hands, right. and she had a hold of it and just starts slamming its skull into the cement. Right. The the raccoon, not the daughter. Daughter's been pretty good. She's not grounded or anything. She's been nice this year. But that thing was out for blood. Oh yeah, totally. Now I, I feel like if she would have had more time. If she would have known what she was getting into, she probably mm-hmm. would have grabbed the broom on the way out, I assume. Oh, sure, sure. Standard. You know. Sure, sure. Give it a beat down. Yeah. yeah. But she just heard her daughter screaming, and she's like, these hands will have to do. <laughs> like, all right, bitch. <laughs> uh, what a hero. She's, she saved that. Probably, I'm not saying the raccoon would have dragged the daughter off, uh, but... It's amazing the uh, the motherly instinct. Just like you, you're not gonna make it. I mean, that mom would have died for that kid had it been a Bigfoot or something. <laughs> Save yourself! Save yourself! Run! Run! You fools! Well, and then she just yells out. She's like, "Rabbit raccoon!" The mom does. Yeah. But there's nobody there. She's just yelling it, <laughs> which I get. I I don't even know what would be coming out of my mouth if I was dealing with that, but my God. Did the uh it's amazing how how uh for their size, how much fight they've got in them. And I know oh, yeah. sure they're sick. They're you know they, It's like a it's like a cat. Yeah. I mean it's like a land piranha. It's right. almost like a four legged piranha. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe. To the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Skin sensational. Where can you see boobs and beaver on the big screen? He'll tell you. Live from Chicago, Mr. Skin.
Dude, I didn't know this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has a clause in his contract that says uh, twice a year after he retires, he's allowed to come back and play the Bears until he's 80 years old. In his little, yeah. in his little mobility scooter, God, I still own you. Would, would you say he's over 500 in his career against the Bears? <laughs> That's accurate. That's accurate. Sorry about that, buddy. Uh, sorry no, no problem. But the, to make me get your draft pick and get the hell out of here. Yeah, to make me feel better, or hopefully, I know you already feel good, but for me, uh, well. it's a big morning because on the front page of MrSkin.com today, we launched a hot off the press, Johnny, the top 10 nude scenes of 2022. And uh, this is my 24th, 24th top 10 nude scene of the year, so... Uh, I can't. I started in '99, and it's it's pretty incredible. Bravo! But, uh, I know. I was thinking about that. Like, geez, um, some people weren't even born when I started. <laughs> it, so, <laughs> but uh, anyway, let me like give you some of the highlights. Uh, so there, there's obviously ten of them, but uh, uh, some of the highlights, like number, I, I just like number eight. I can't say enough about this. Uh, the, that show, The White Lotus, is really popular. In fact, last night there was this dude just standing there fully nude, showing full Johnson. It was unbelievable. And um, uh, in the um, fifth episode, the one before, Simona Tabasco, who is the greatest name ever, is a, uh, the brunette hooker, had sex with Adam DeMarco. And that made number eight on our, our list of the top ten nude scenes. But that White Lotus is a really popular show, and it's popular – uh, for men and women, because there's like nudity for everyone in the show, and uh, she's really gorgeous. She's an Italian uh, actress, but now she's kind of become popular because this White Lotus is really popular here uh, because of HBO. But pretty great stuff. And then, Johnny, I, you probably didn't watch it, but there was a very popular show during the pandemic on Netflix. It was called The Queen's Gambit. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. About, yeah love yeah, that yeah. show. Yeah. Okay, okay, well. She was, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy starred in that, it was that chess show from Netflix, and um, anyway, uh, so everyone was dying for Anya Taylor-Joy to do a nude scene, well, in 2022, a, mo- a Viking movie came out called The Northman, and um, Alexander Skarsgård is in, a, in like, a, uh, like one of those like hot springs, and in walks Anya Taylor-Joy completely nude no. from behind. Whoa. And uh, Johnny, all I'll say is you'll become a North man when you see this picture. <laughs> it, it's uh, pretty awesome stuff. So it's, it's um, uh, But the cool thing is it's the girl from uh, Queen's Gambit, but that made number five mm. on our best nude scenes of the year, which was uh, uh, it's a really good nude scene. Well, all these nude scenes are good. I'm just counting them down for you. Um, another one, you might... Um, you guys, this is a show that has become kind of popular from Hulu called Tell Me Lies. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's, um, it's, uh, it's about this Grace Van Patten plays this college freshman who falls for this handsome and popular guy, and then it's about their eight-year love affair. So it's, it, people are really digging the storyline here, but my God, in the ninth episode, they had a sex scene in the bathroom that came in at number three wow. on our best nude scenes. But, do you, Johnny, you remember um, the White Shadow? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So the remember the player on the team, Salami, uh, Tim Van Patten? That's mm-hmm. his daughter. Oh, okay. <laughs> and there's, there's right. a, plenty of That's... hiding Salami in this movie. So you gotta, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a, uh, it's a television show. It's called Tell Me Lies from Hulu. Awesome stuff. And then um, uh, number two. 
of the best nude scenes of the year is Ashley Green in the Immaculate Room. This movie came out in August. I think I talked to you guys about it when it came out, but Emile Hirsch and Kate Bosworth play a couple competing in a reality show where they could win $5 million. All they have to do is stay in a room with cameras for 50 days, right? Like, that's it. But then this um, Ashley Green, who used to be on, um, she played Robert Pattinson's sister in the Twilight uh, movies. Um, she walks in there completely naked a couple times and just says that she has hooked up with Emile Hirsch just to, you know, get Kate Bosworth all nuts. And and it's it's just awesome nudity, and uh, it's our number two nude scene of the year. Um, great, great stuff. And then last but not least, Johnny, the... Uh, yes. Uh, the movie Blonde about Marilyn Monroe, the first NC-17 movie since uh, mainstream film since 2013. Anna de and Blonde is our number one nude scene of the year. Um, if you haven't seen this, it's not like a happy movie <laughs> by, by any means, but Anna de Armas is gorgeous as Marilyn Monroe, and um, she was nude a ton in this movie. We chose the, the three-way scene uh, to represent it, nice. but I could have... I could have gone with anything, but let's just say Marilyn Monroe had uh, yeah. had some nudity yeah. uh, and sex in her day, in her short life, let's put it that way. I always check your page uh, in Uh-oh. the morning, and the one thing I will not click on is the Lizzo documentary where she's uh, kind of <laughs> naked. I'm not clicking on it. You cannot pay me to click yeah. on that. Yeah, that's uh, right. I, that's funny you say that because uh, it's funny. I woke up this morning, and I didn't even know that was on the uh, thing, and I saw her, and she's like, Sitting back with her hair covering her breasts, but everything else is yeah, good. So. <laughs> uh, th- when you talk about a daughter, I, w- th- th- I instantly thought of Teeter on uh, uh, Yellowstone, which is Michael Landon's daughter. And I have a feeling she's definitely got some nudity in her. Uh, she's kind of l- like that character. And I can't remember if she has yet or not, but I think she's been running around in her underwear in the barn. Yeah, the, um, uh, the, uh, I think her name, yeah, her Jennifer, name is Jennifer, Landon, Jennifer yeah. Landon. Who you're talking about? Yeah, that's Michael Landon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she um she's been in her underwear. She's um she showed her butt a little in Yellowstone yeah. in the third season. Um, she's she's done nothing like graphic great nudity, right. but um uh, she's come really close or showed partial nudes in that. So yeah, but isn't that funny that? Uh, She's the daughter of Michael Landon. That's pretty crazy. There, I had a very nice moment last night, which I affectionately thought of you. First place oh. my brain goes. Oh my God. Uh, it moved a little, dude. It moved a little <laughs> bit. I was watching uh, uh, George and Tammy after Yellowstone last night, the George oh Jones, God. the possum. Yeah. With Jessica Chastain, and I saw her in the shower with a little underboob. Yeah, she's well. You want to see if you're if you want to see much better Jessica Chastain. Uh, she did a movie in 2008 called Jolene, where she is so naked in that it's all all um, Jessica Chastain movies, uh, nude movies, answer to uh, Jolene. So you got to check that. Yeah, one. she's. Uh, I love her. I think she she's is a great freaky. Actress. She's a great. Yeah. And that series, did you watch the, uh, you didn't watch it, did you? No, no. but I, uh, I recommend it. It's Michael Shannon's amazing. Sure. And he's great. He's, he's great. Good. And together, there there are some sparks, dude. You're, yeah. you're going to like that show. It's really well acted. Okay. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. So uh, I, 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 feel like I'm, I feel like I come to work to do your job, Mr. Skin. It's really yeah, weird. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it without you, so thanks so much. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. 
You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Florida man facing felony charge for striking a female Dollar Tree employee Ooh. who called his wife a Karen. Oh no. So there is a dispute over grocery bags. Police were dispatched around 8 o'clock uh, in the evening uh, to the discount store in Clearwater. The worker is only 20 years old. And I don't think they're rolling in the money at the Dollar Tree. The, the Dollar uh, stores are like the new Chuck E. Cheese for violence and gunplay. For real. Weird. Um, so this fella's name is Genesis Sanchez Canales. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was an argument over the grocery bags. Um, I don't, I don't know what the argument over the grocery bags was about. Mm. Now I do know that there have been some stores that have been charging for grocery bags. If you don't bring your own, mm-hmm. you get charged eleven cents or whatever, and it's been causing disputes all over the internet. Which I'm like, it's eleven cents. We're fine, right? So um, the the wife was called to Karen over the grocery bag argument. The customer's husband open hand slapped <laughs> the victim to her left cheek. Jesus. Just straight up bitch slap. Oh, right on the bone. I want the video of him winding up. Yeah, it's like slap fights in Vegas. He gets, she she he she makes some money off of that skill. So dude is 41, already has a prior battery yeah. conviction. Mm-hmm. A charge with a felony. Well, yeah, we're not. We're not punching anymore. We're slapping. So slap fight is taking over. He no longer. When he was arrested, right? He had the slap fight, dude. Um. So he was read his rights. Said there was a verbal altercation that occurred over the grocery bags, and he said he no longer wanted to speak about the Karen confrontation. Okay. Um. An independent witness saw the whole thing go down. I'm surprised they didn't have their damn phone out. <laughs> I, the slap fight thing is very intriguing to me. I go well, if I go to Vegas, uh, I'm definitely going to go to a slap fight if I can find one. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's violent, it's competitive, and yet it still feels friendly because we're just slapping the snot out of each other. Right, right. Well, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, it's with consent. Absolutely, hundred percent. But uh, it seems uh, uh, hilarious, kind of, you know, in, in its concept. Right. <laughs> going to slap each other until somebody cries. It's like it's like we're five again. It's perfect. Somebody is getting rich. Dana White, who's uh, 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 literally making millions of dollars doing what we did when we were five years. Are old. you not entertained? I am entertained. Um, okay, I'm gonna head to Texas for this yeah. one. This one's pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, clear stairs. Police, police in Texas say they apprehended a reckless driver that turned out to be a dog. Oh, I saw that dude. Yeah, two vehicles were hit. We're back at Walmart, at a Walmart parking lot. The owner of one of the vehicles said he saw the suspect barreling down on him, but he was unable to avoid the Where's the head? I don't see the head. He was shocked to see a dog in the driver's seat. Yeah. Uh, The Kilgore Police Department confirmed the dog was indeed behind the wheel at the time of the crash. Now, this is extra funny because Chewy, whenever we have him in the car and then we go inside the store, he always sits in the driver's side. Oh, so it okay. looks like he's ready to drive, and he's just waiting for the kids to come out of the store, right? Yeah, right. Um, and I've had more than one person take a picture of it and laugh about it, and da 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 da. And then I read this story; it was all like, "That son of a bitch better not ever put my car and drive." <laughs> Hot damn! 
Uh, police found that the dog was sitting in an unoccupied truck waiting for its owners who were inside the store. The dog set the truck in motion after it apparently got a little antsy and bounced around inside the cab. According to the police, the steering column had prior damage that apparently allowed the pooch to accidentally place the truck and drive. The leash the dog was wearing is also believed to have gotten caught on the emergency brake, releasing it. The perfect combination of events. Wow. It doesn't sound feasible, but an eyewitness saw the pooch behind the wheel just before the crash. He certainly has a guilty look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, he's like, oh, no. That's, that's super cute that's post, the, that's though. That's the future. It's not flying cars. It's driving dogs. Driving dogs. That's when we can really oh, that'd t- be a nightmare. take care of business. <laughs> uh, uh yeah, very interesting. Dogs driving cars. The lack that's of how, focus. That is how people, though, you leave your dog in a car and they hit, uh, yeah. they shift it out of, or, or you hit the wrong button somehow, and all of a sudden they run you over while you're unloading groceries. Right, which is, yeah, if you have, like, the remote start, and you, like, you go in the store, yeah. you can remote start your car, and that way your dog still has heat or air conditioning or whatever, Right, but they're unable to engage the vehicle. And drive it around. It's true. A little joy ride. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was adorable. Man, I love dogs. They call that pug life. Yo. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, I saw a bunch of you put up your Christmas stuff this weekend, your trees and your lights and whatever else. Who us? No, just a bunch of people. Oh, gotcha. Uh, 4,000 people were asked when they usually do it and when people should start decorating. And this past weekend was a popular answer for both. 23% said they normally put the, the lights up the first week of December. Most people agree it's appropriate once December hits. Only 15% think it's still too early for decorations. When do you want people to decorate? What? You want to give them a schedule? You joy robber. I am the Christmas light czar you know? of the neighborhood. Unbelievable. Yeah, mind, uh, your, mind your beeswax. Of those people, I would like the Christmas lights to be up all year. Of those people, 4% think you should wait until next week. 8% said the week before Christmas. And 3% don't even think your light should go up until Christmas Day. <laughs> wow, Because you need one more thing to do. Uh, yeah, right. No, it seems like, uh, and, and then you got to check the weather. And if it's going to get stupid, then yeah. you got to. You know, uh, tack up accordingly. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. um, so uh, around one percent of people put them up in September. Five percent said October. The most popular month for it, obviously, November. Forty-four percent of the vote. But a lot of those people say late, late November, right after Thanksgiving. I've seen some weirdos put stuff up right after Halloween. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. It's the end of the year. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Do whatever makes you happy. Um. Yeah, I uh, we have our lights on outside, but you that's know, about it. You know, the more important question is when do you take the lights down? Now, when I uh, come to work, past Skipper Buds over there, um, you leave them up till April. Leave no, them up till April. There's a house over there. I know. We already know. <laughs> it's time for the annual same story. Johnny tells you every. <laughs> uh this these. People, they leave their tree up, and it's like, uh, and I know they're doing it to drive me crazy. I've seen their tree up through February with the lights on. That ain't nothing. I saw Dude, somebody. let it go. They were putting their tree out. It was like friggin' June. <laughs> and I was like, damn. They like, they like the smell. Like they're getting they're, fire hazard. They're milking it for every last ounce of 
pine cone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. You do whatever you want to do. The spruce covers up my bad cooking odor. <laughs> no, I, I... I'm beginning to think I'm broke this Christmas. I'm redefining poor. Lost my savings down on Wall Street. Now there's nothing around here to eat. We're huddled around the Christmas lights for warmth. I'm beginning to think I'm broke this Christmas. It's poverty galore. The shopping is almost done. Spent a dollar on everyone down at the 7-Eleven store. Boom! If I had a tree, then I think probably that I'd cut it and burn it for heat. I know it sounds shocking, but my Christmas stockings I'm wearing right here on my feet. And Santa's reindeer shouldn't land because we need the meat. I'm beginning to think I'm broke this Christmas. My cat has suffered too. And the ASPCA is convinced he ran away. But that was a chicken in a holiday stew. Thank you. All right, that's JJO News. Figure it out, asshole. My light's up. Oh, I'm sorry. Were we done? Whatever you want to do. I had a... I put my lights up, but I didn't turn them on. I had them. It was a nice day, and I'm like, you know what? I got them. They're sitting there. I put them on around the little arbovitas, but I didn't turn them on until December. So there might be. Right. Maybe there's a, something something there that uh, you can get them put up, not have to deal with it, and it's still warm out. You're in your flip-flops. One of my friends saw her neighbor roll off the damn roof putting up his decorations. No. Yeah, he was fine because he's young. He's like in his 20s. Uh, but so they came outside to check on him. And he was like, don't tell my wife. That was what he said. <laughs> don't tell my wife. And I was like, what is she going to do to him? I'm like, is he okay? <laughs> the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.